Are you tired of spending hours listing cards for sale? Well, the ComC Marketplace is the easiest place to sell cards online. ComC will identify, scan, list, store, insure, package, and ship. Just send them the cards and they will take care of the rest. All you have to do is set the price. Visit ComC.com today to start selling your cards. You're listening to the Wax Pack Hero Sports Card Minute, a podcast where we discuss both the hobby and business sides of collecting. I'm your host, Mike Summer, and I want to help you buy, sell, and trade your way into a collection you'll love. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Wax Pack Hero Sports Card Minute. At the time of this recording, we are less than two weeks away from the start of the 2023 National, and I'm starting to get excited about the three days that I'm going to be spending up there in Rosemont in Chicago. And one of the topics that came up most for me this week because of our guest Andy from CGC last week is what they're going to be doing at the National from a grading on-site perspective. CGC announced this week that they are going to be grading on-site for as little as $20 per card, and you're going to be able to get those cards back by the end of the show, depending on when you drop them off, obviously. But that was in a direct comparison to PSA, who had already announced their on-site grading fees, and it was going to be a minimum of $150 if you wanted to get things graded with PSA. And so there's a big comparison there between $20 for CGC and $150 for PSA. And people were starting to ask some questions about, is that uh, worth doing? You know, the PSA still is a leader in market value on the secondary market, but CGC and SGC are coming coming up on their heels. And so people were, were starting to ask that question of, wow, that's a big difference, especially if you're grading for the purposes of authentication and preservation. That's a, a pretty big discount, a, a pretty a much cheaper alternative to go with a company like CGC. And so that was some of the questions I was getting. And then while this is not necessarily national related, ComC rolled out a new service option, a new submission option called Direct to Grading. It will allow people to submit their cards for third-party grading, with a one-week turnaround where they send it in already in a card saver, it won't be touched by ComC staff. It will be basically ready to go for third-party grading. Uh, right now, that's also with CGC. And so that's a new submission level that's going to have a one-week turnaround time. You can find out more about that new ComC submission level by visiting the blog at ComC.com if you want to check that out and learn a little bit more. So a couple grading-related things that I've been starting to get questions about. Even though I'm not necessarily a grading expert, I love to learn about continued topics. I love to see how the industry and collectors continue to evolve, how they continue to use these different services and evolve and adapt to, to ways to use these different services. You have other new companies coming on, companies that are going away. It's something that continues to interest me, even though I'm not a huge grader myself. And then I wanted to shout out another announcement that really got me excited. I saw on Twitter that the Singles Club put out a tweet, my favorite booth at the National. They put out a tweet that said they're celebrating their fifth year, and to do that, they're bringing their best $1 boxes ever. However, this year at the show, 
their boxes are only going to be 50 cents per card instead of a dollar per card. So basically same type of cards that you've seen in the past, but this year their boxes are only going to be 50 cents per card throughout the national to celebrate their five year anniversary. I am excited about that because that is my favorite booth. I love going to that booth and so I'm going to be pumping that booth of 50 cent cards because for me, I love digging. I love the opportunity to add cards to my collection. I love the opportunity to pick up cards like this that I am going to be able to resell on Sportlots, C and in the shop and on eBay. The resale opportunity is huge. I love the singles club. I'm super excited about that and it just shows that you can continue to build a collection affordably. And that's going to be my transition into our topic today. Recently, I put out an article. It was last month. It was my June article for Hobby News Daily. And I wanted to kind of cover that article today. And it was called, I'm Priced Out of the Market. And I'll talk about that after you hear from the Sports Card Shop. Hi, this is Pat Hughes, Cubs announcer, coming to you from the Sports Card Shop in beautiful New Buffalo, Michigan. The Gocher family has built an incredible place here for collectors to buy, sell, and trade cards and memorabilia. Be sure to stop by and let them show you around. TheSportsCardShop.com, connecting sports, athletes, the hobby, and collectors around the world. Hi, this is Tony Rice, and I'm here to tell you that the Gocher family has done it again. They just opened a sport card shop in downtown Valparaiso, Indiana, and it is awesome. If you're a collector, you need to check this place out. Tell them Tony sent you, and they get a free gift on your first visit. I have been priced out of the hobby. As the interest in trading cards surged over the last few years, so has the cost to collect. These rising prices have led to concerns and complaints from collectors, with some even going as far to say, I have been priced out of the hobby. I'd like to challenge that idea and propose an alternate way to look at the collecting environment that we find ourselves in. This isn't the first time this has come up in our hobby. I lived through these same conversations at the height of the junk wax era, when we saw prices of packs jump from 50 cents to a dollar, and then up to even $5 for some products in the mid-90s, I heard the same thing. The prices for Conseco, Maguire, Frank Thomas, and others, they skyrocketed as well. And those rookie cards were well out of my budget that time as an early teenager. Readers of Beckett were flooding the magazine with comments and questions revolving around being priced out and no longer being affordable for kids. Does that sound familiar? Well, today the price of sealed wax for many products is double or triple the cost from five or six years ago. Five- and six-figure cards are becoming more and more common. Only the hobby elite can afford to collect these days, right? Wrong. There's one major flaw with that perspective. For the priced-out mindset to be correct, you have to assume that the only way to collect is to collect the same way you've always done it. And objectively, that's just not true. There's all kinds of approaches to collecting which remain very affordable. You see, while certain cards of certain players have continued to climb, I'm willing to bet that there are hundreds of other cards of your favorite player that can be found for a dollar or less. You may not need to go that cheap, but even the more expensive ranges, there's ways to bring down your cost. Maybe you need to buy a grade or two lower, or maybe an out of 99 instead of an out of 25. It's possible that you might need to be more selective in the wax releases you buy. Instead of Prism, maybe you need to be by something like Revolution 
Or maybe instead of buying wax, you shift your purchases to singles, sets, or big bulk collections. Time horizon is also key. Hobby cycles ebb and flow. They go up and down and prices follow along. Patient collectors in the 90s saw the majority of those cards become more affordable in later years. And the same thing's beginning to happen in our current cycle. Prices for many cards are well off their 2020 and 2021 peaks. Sealed wax for some products is even starting to normalize. Patient collectors are again being rewarded by the ability to buy their cards at lower prices. When I hear someone say, I'm being priced out of the hobby, I hear, I'm not willing to adapt and I'm going to pout because I'm not getting my way. I want to buy any card product I want and I want to do it now. That mindset needs to change. Collectors who are willing to adapt will continue to thrive in whatever hobby cycle they find themselves in. I wasn't going to spend $300 on a flagship box of tops when I was used to spending $80, and so I didn't. I shifted my focus to collections. Instead of chasing prospects, I moved to building vintage sets from the 60s and 70s. Instead of getting worked up over the, the price of WWE Prism Golds, I began collecting Norman Smiley, who was one of my favorite wrestlers from the 90s. Singles versus Wax, beginning to resell, moving to a new segment, buying collections, beginning to work out trades instead of purchases, and even putting new buys on hold for a while, are all ways to adjust to the current realities and to continue to have fun collecting these little cardboard pictures we all love. If you find yourself getting frustrated with certain approaches to collecting, I want to challenge you to take a step back. Ask yourself, can I approach the hobby in a different way and still find enjoyment? For most of us, the answer is yes. It just takes a willingness to adapt. Well, now I want to hear from you. How have you adapted over these last few years in this crazy hobby cycle that we've seen ourselves in? What have you done to modify your collecting approach that has allowed you to still enjoy the hobby? Or have you found yourself stuck? Have you found yourself in that situation where you felt like you were priced out and you just didn't realize what opportunities you had to maybe make a change and make an, a, an adaptation so that you could continue to enjoy the hobby? I would love to hear from you regardless of where you're at in that hobby mindset. Let me know. Reach out to me on Twitter at the Mike Summer. Send me an email at waxpackhero at gmail.com. Find me on Instagram, TikTok, and now threads at waxpackhero and let me know what you think. Like I said, this episode today came from one of the articles that I published out on Hobby News Daily. And I've got another article dropping this week. And it's another topic regarding hobby mindsets. And it has to do with our contentment with our collections and why sometimes we may or may not be as content with our collections. And so I'd encourage you to go to Hobby News Daily and check out that article as well. Well, that is all I have for you today. So I'll catch you next time.